Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday as we go to God's Word about different topics we all face. No matter if you're in the car or doing laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, Sarah here interrupting your normal Chosen Girl broadcasting to drop a little Easter egg surprise in here with a promo code from our sister company, Poppy's Boutique. If you've heard me talk about my job or even how Chosen Girl got its start at all, then you've heard about Poppy's. Poppy's is a women's boutique that offers clothing and accessories, really unique styles for a not-so-boutique price. So, because you're a Chosen Girl listener, you're going to get 15% off your next Poppy's order with code CHOSEN15. That's CHOSEN, C-H-O-S-E-N, 1-5, in all caps, no spaces, on the Poppy's Boutique website. You can shop unique, affordable boutique clothing styles at shoppoppiesboutique.com. That's shop poppiesboutique.com p-o-p-p-i-e-s now back to our show hey guys welcome back to chosen girl tell me about it podcast we're so glad to be back y'all sarah and i let me just tell y'all it has been a week it has been a day lots of things are going on in our personal lives and honestly we are just laughing because we're cracking up at ourselves and we're just enjoying each other's company. And we oh, hope we that really you enjoy are. our company, too. We're so glad to be back for another episode. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode with our <laughs> guest, Riley. But he's the best. Tell me about it. You know, uh, <laughs> see what you did there? Liz and Girl. I have one of those moments, like, when y'all were in school. Like, y'all remember just not being able to even, like, <laughs> some days you could not compose yourself in class. And, like... The teacher would say something just so dumb, like, and you would just die laughing. Because everything's funnier when you're not supposed to be laughing. True. <laughs> Us, right now. Yes. <laughs> um, just life update. I'm moving today. Liz has been helping me this afternoon. Hunter and I are moving into a new house, praise God. Or it's an old house, a new house for us. Um, literally two blocks from our other house. Our old house. It's great. Praise God. We love God our neighborhood and the Lord's providing. So we'll take it, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. So um, we are not filming this episode today because y'all do not need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet y'all wouldn't mind anyways. Yeah. Uh, but we'll it's spare in their you. judgment zone. Uh, y'all are always very kind to us. Like, true. thank you for thank that. Thank you. Always. That's a true gift. But today, okay, so first off, listen till the end because I pressed record earlier on a really super wise and insightful conversation Liz and I were having about what will we look like when we're in heaven. (laughs) This is it. Which also, like, brings me to, like, we didn't talk about this, like, just 
hopes and like a do will we have like a dream body in heaven? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, like, will I have super white teeth? Like, I don't know. Will I have teeth? Okay. This wait, what? This could be a whole episode of really <laughs> weird Christian questions. I have. I have plenty. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody is always like, when I get to heaven, I have so many questions for God. And I'm like, God, are my teeth whiter than when they were on earth? <laughs> like that's the vainest thing I've ever heard in my life. Priority. Instead of like, God, why was there suffering on earth? Like <laughs> Are my teeth whiter in heaven? Sarah, you were expelled. Like, <laughs> it's so funny because you, you mentioned, like, why was there suffering? And then I think about shows like Ridiculousness. If you've been around for a while, you know about that show. And I'm like, mm, that's why they're suffering on yeah. there. <laughs> we bring it upon ourselves. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, that's one theory. Anyway. We're just here to answer the world's questions. Always. Just absolutely. One episode at a time. We're trying our best. Yes. But anyway, huge sh- huge thanks. Oh, my gosh. Huge thanks to Riley. Yes. <laughs> for coming on last week and for being so vulnerable about his ministry journey and the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. That was really, really kind of him to be so open and vulnerable with us because that's real. Mm-hmm. It looks shiny and new. On the outside, but there are hard days, and most mm-hmm. good things have a lot of hard days. That's so true. Say it again for the people in the back. Yeah. So today we're going to uh, talk about a little bit of warfare, and we're going to uh, talk about the war that's in our brain. And y'all know that we've had talks about thoughts and mindset before. Um, but Liz and I have been listening to our boy Craig Groeschel. Yep. His leadership podcast so is good. amazing. We have it linked in our podcast recommendations on our website. And I just finished a book um, last week. And we will link this in the show notes. And this is the book that today's episode is kind of based on. Uh, just this conversation sparked by this amazing, insightful book written by Craig, Pastor Groeschel. Pastor Groeschel, um, winning the war in your mind. Um, it reminds me of uh, old school brain war book, uh, Battlefield of the Mind by uh, Joyce Meyer, which mm-hmm. is also an incredible book, um, which is linked in our book recommendations on the website as well. So we'll definitely add winning the war in your mind by Pastor Groeschel mm-hmm. to, um, to our book recommendations sometime soon. But um, y'all, there is a war going on in our mind all the time, and we have to actively extinguish the toxic thoughts, and not even just severely toxic thoughts, but just thoughts that aren't true based on God's word. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about mean things you think about people, which that does apply, but these are just thoughts you may even just tell yourself and think about yourself, lies that you choose to believe about yourself and the world around you and others. And even about God, um, because I don't know if ever if y'all have ever had a moment where you're bitter or mad at God, but we can believe those lies too. And the only way to win a war is to be active in the war. Mm-hmm. So let's armor up. Let's uh, get our Bibles. Let's uh, pull up a seat. Or if you're in a car, you know, you're already sitting down. So make yourself comfy. That's right. And we're just going to jump right into how do we become an active participant 
in fighting this war in our mind because I feel like the enemy would love it if we remained complacent. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. he could just have a field day. And I feel like that's what's happening across the world. I mean, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, suicidal thoughts, and suicide itself is at an all-time high. Um, coming out of a pandemic where we've been so lonely and isolated and mm-hmm. full of fear and feeling that again with, especially in Tennessee where our hearts go out to everybody who's, who's sick or has lost a loved one or a, yes, or on the front lines working yes. or their jobs have been affected. We're experiencing a huge, a huge, I guess you would call it a third wave. I yeah. don't know what you would call that. It really is. It's really yeah. scary. I mean, here in Tennessee, I mean, our numbers have been really high, but, um, but I just think I'm so glad that we're talking about just brain wars and y'all know that we've already talked about spiritual warfare, um, once before. And this is, I would like, it's not necessarily removed from that, but, um, I think this also touches a little bit, like you already mentioned, you know, when it comes to anxiety, depression, things like that. And this is not supposed to be a, a fix all where, you don't need to go see your therapist or, you know, anything like that. If you, you know, do whatever you need to do for your mental health. Oh yeah. There are, let's just be real. We're humans and controlling your mind is easier said than done. For sure. I'm like, it's so hard because it, it's the thing that's not tangible. Right. And it literally causes your, I mean, of course there's those, it makes your heart beat. You don't have to think about your heart beating, but some things just roll off the tongue like second nature mm-hmm. and it's hard. But the thing is, is when it comes to our brain, there's so much that you can train your brain to do yes. or you can train your brain out of doing. But I think the first step is really recognizing what is, I'm going to use air quotes like normal and what's not normal. Yeah. Because I think about, you know, um, Oh my gosh, what's the movie? Mean girls. Oh, and classic. I don't know why this is the first thing that came to my brain, but you all know, like when they're talking about their bodies and, you know, things like that, about like what needs to be better, what needs to be fixed yes. and things like that. We're so quick, especially as women, we're so quick to jump to, here's what I need to fix about myself. Mm-hmm. And because you recognize that no one tells you anything, but you recognize that what you have and what your friend has or what someone else that you think is really cool or look up to has is not yours. And then you begin to worry about it yes. and then you internalize it. And before you know it, it starts almost like this downward spiral of lies um, and things that we believe about ourselves that a, no one's ever said to us and B that's not even true. Yes. And so, so that's just about our physical self. Not always like, not even including like our mental, emotional, like our spiritual selves. Yes. And like, so how do we, I guess my first question, Sarah, is how do we recognize that our brains are under attack? I mean, I think that it just takes a moment of vulnerability and being honest with ourselves. Because if we are a human trying to function as a Christ follower, then that puts us on the enemy's radar. And I don't Mm -hmm. mean to say that like as, ooh, spooky. Like, no, like... Everybody thinks from the outside looking in that when you choose to become an active participant in God's plan and in salvation and in just signing up for Jesus being the Lord of your life, that it's smooth sailing from there. And I would actually completely disagree that it's not. We do have hope and we have help and we have a comforter in the Holy Spirit. 
We have the wisdom of God's word on our side to help us through life. But I've always been told, and this is so true, that when you are putting forth effort to be who God intended you to be, that the enemy does not want that to happen. He has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He sure did. And it's, it sounds scary. It's not because we know that Jesus conquers our enemy and that Satan has no power or jurisdiction when it comes to the mighty hand of God. There's no comparison. And so Satan's going to throw all of his hard knocks at you, trying to deter you in any way he can. Mm-hmm. Um not giving him any glory in any way, but he does not want to see you living in God's plan. He hates you. Say I'm so sorry. Say that again. Like Satan does not like why do we think that Satan would want us to be living in God's plan and purpose? So if you out there, this is a side note, if you out there you feel like you're really trying and you feel like you're just getting pushed down, I mean it's kind of like a basketball game. There's defense and offense. I'm comparing life to a basketball game. It's no comparison, but you get the point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it would be so easy to play the game. Like, if there was no threat, then, yeah, like, great. You're you're not a threat, so I'm not going to come at you. Mm-hmm. But when you are on the opposition of what the enemy's doing, then, yeah, you're going to get some pushback for yeah. sure. So I think that the first step is to realize we're already under attack. Uh huh. Everybody. Mm-hmm. He either has you complacent, not worrying about your thoughts, believing the lies that you choose to believe, just even self-consciously that have become a part of habit to believe you're not enough. You'll never be good enough. Mm-hmm. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You, somebody looked at you the wrong way. You're the victim. You'll never win. These kind of good things don't happen to you. This kind of life is not for you. If you thought any thoughts like that plus more, okay, then yeah, you've already been under attack. Like, so that's pretty much all humans. Yep. So, um, something that I learned in the book, um, winning the war in your mind, Craig Rochelle says the first step is to take inventory of your thoughts, Mm -hmm. which is, it's crazy to think about. What do I think about? <laughs> it it really is because I I know that I read somewhere I'm like how many thoughts do you think in a day? And it's an insane amount of thoughts, it's like thousands. But yeah. when you I mean even when you think about like the number of decisions you have to make in a day, not just a thought about it, but you have to like definitively make a decision. When there, to do an inventory, it creates quite a long list. Yes. And almost, I'm sure some of you have seen this. This is the the image. Y'all know I'm a visual person. Um, I saw people crocheting these like temperature blankets and it's almost like I need one. Like each, you know, every line is the thought, whether it's a good thought, a bad thought, a neutral thought, a God thought so that we can physically see where our brains are going throughout the day. Yes. And I think that, I think a lot of us would be surprised at, the number of negative thoughts we actually have, even if we consider ourselves a positive person, For sure. a godly person, that's just like, you know, it's like you, you might be having the worst day and someone be like, Hey, how you do? And you're like, blessed and highly favored. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be real. I'm calling out myself because Love. I'm like, <laughs> but it's, but taking that, taking an inventory of your thoughts. I mean, whatever, whatever is in, in your brain will come out of you, your, yes. your heart out of your mouth. 
it, it will show up in your in your life in one way, shape, form, or fashion. Yes. And I think that the perfect verse to like, uh, and we've talked about this verse before, Romans 12, 2 is, is such a good like hub verse mm-hmm. for this episode and for just this whole practice in our life is to not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So all of us Christians walking around like, God, what do you want me to do with my life? But yet I don't renew my mind every day. Ooh. I stay stuck in the same thoughts every day. It's I don't hard. put forth the effort to take inventory of my thoughts. And then the next step of that is identifying the untrue ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why do I expect to know what God's will is if I'm not doing this. Like if I'm just like going about my cookie cutter routine, everyday life, not acknowledging God, I'm just calling myself out right now. So then you look up and months have passed Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh gosh, I have this huge decision. God, where are you? Literally I'm speaking like this is an autobiography right now, but it's hard. (sighs) You know, again, the visual comes to mind. is just like, the voice that you know. Yes. Like, we are sheep, and, like, we know the voice of For sure. Of Christ. Absolutely. But the only way that you know it is to have heard it, to have been around it. Yes. If someone called you, you, we all have those people in our lives when they call, and they just be like, hey, girl, it's me. Or, hey, what's up? Or, you know, they just, they don't even introduce themselves. Yes. Because we know who they are. Exactly. Identifying the lies in our thoughts, it's only possible when we know the truth. Yes. That that's the truth, and and if we want to know what the truth is, it's God's word lining mm-hmm. it up against God's word. Yes. God's word. So, if you feel like you were constantly the victim, and I felt this way, like everything bad that happens, of course it happens to you. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's felt that way at one point in their oh, life. For sure, for sure. Like, oh, there's a contest. Well, I'll never win. Oh, I didn't get voted this. Oh, of course somebody else did. And it's petty to admit that mm-hmm. we've all been there, but mm-hmm. we've all been there. Um, a saying that I've always heard is that a vulture always looks for dead things and always finds them. And a honeybee always looks for flowers yep. and always finds them. Sure does. So it's all about where where is your focus? Mm-hmm. If you look for the bad, you, find you will find the bad. If you look for the good, you will find the good. But it's so important to first take that thought inventory. That's step one. Two, identify what's not true, the lies in your thoughts. And then three, test them to God's word. Put Do a side-by-side and be like, ooh, that doesn't line up. That means that that's not true. Yep. Because, y'all, this was the biggest truth bomb I got from this book. If you don't hear anything else we say on this podcast, please remember this. It's so important to detect the lies that we believe and call them out. Because the lies that you believe in your mind will be lived out in your life Mm -hmm. as if they are true. But ain't it true, though? It's the truth. So, like, an example of that, kind of going back to the whole victim mentality thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm picking on that one today. But if you see yourself as defeated, Mm -hmm. 
which if we line that up against the word of God, it says we are more than conquerors through Christ. Yep. So we know that that's not true, that that's a lie. Uh-huh. But if you see yourself as defeated, then every negative thing, like even a light turning red when you're driving to work, mm-hmm. like which is a literal normal thing mm-hmm. that lights turn green, yellow, or red, but you'll take it personal. <laughs> but you're it's like, true, of though. course the light turned red. Right. And you're like, I'm... Of course, on the day that I'm late to work, how many times have we said this? On the day that I'm late to work, yes, I've literally hit every single red light. Yes. It's just going to be a rough day. Yes. And so that lie that you believe everything bad happens to me, it's going to be a bad day. This is just who I am. I'm not a winner. Mm -hmm. I do not. God's favor is not on me. God has favorites. Like just thinking all of these things, it will be lived out as if it were true. Mm-hmm. Because you're already looking for it. Right. And I'm not talking about horrible, tragic things in your life, guys. That's right. not what I'm talking about. I, you know exactly what I'm talking about with the red light <laughs> issue. But if you're looking for the good, you're going to find the good. But if you're looking for the bad, you're going to find the bad. Yes. And I think that it's making that shift can make a bigger difference um, in your day, in your week, in your life overall than what you may think of. Yes. One of the things that come to mind um, for me is I remember when I was in college and I was driving to my internship, it was like 45 minutes away and I would listen to K-Love because I was just trying to find more ways to get Jesus into my day because I needed it. And they were like, this is our 30 days of, you know, just listening to Christian music, see how it turns your day around. And I honestly said to myself, I was like, is it really even worth it? Is it even going to make that big of a difference? And so I said, you know, it's going to be really hard for me to only listen to Christian music for the next month. So I just said to myself, I will listen to a minimum of one song every go. single every single day. And of course, it turned into more songs than that. Yeah. And it did turn everything around. You but, but the thing is, is that whenever you're looking, if you're looking for it not to make a difference, it's probably not because you've already mentally put up something against it. Well, it's funny that you say that because... Literally, science proves this to be true. Mm-hmm. So there are these things called neuropathways. Mm-hmm. And imagine it being like a rut or a ditch. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have ever like done any kind of like off-road, like Jeep or ATV type things. Or if you've even just been driving and got off the road into a ditch and how hard it is to get out of that ditch. Mm-hmm. But you may can drive through through the like you could still drive in the ditch but you can't get out of the ditch or if you've ever been on a pathway in a state park or in woods in your you know in a family area or land or backyard or anything like that there are pathways made from where people have walked that path so many times that grass and vegetation does not grow there whatsoever yeah because there's such a trotted path there Mm -hmm. that it's prevented that from happening it's made a actual path so our brain does the same thing yep our thoughts create what's called a neuro pathway and you it's almost like a brain habit it is a brain habit yeah so like muscle memory but specifically for your brain yes specific like muscle memory for thoughts so if you continue to think the same thoughts over and over of I will never be enough, everyone's out to get me, or, oh my gosh, like, y'all, this is real. If you've ever been hurt by religion or church, Mm -hmm. and you think all pastors are, you know, hypocrites, or they're only trying to get your money, 
there can be two people walk into a church service and have a completely different experience because of their perceived thoughts yeah. about church, aka mm-hmm. neural pathways. Mm-hmm. Their their thoughts repeatedly thought over and over. One person can think, I'm so thankful that even though we're broken, we can still go and worship together and the church will never be perfect because it's made up of people. Mm-hmm. But praise God that he's going to complete us one day. Yes. And have a great positive experience in church mm-hmm. and experience love and joy and community. Yeah. And the other person can have experienced real hurt, which is real. Mm -hmm. But if you don't renew your mind after that hurt, your church experience is probably not going to be the same. No. The same with if you have a perceived... um, I've done this with people. I've had a bad first impression or even second or third impression with people Mm -hmm. that have come into my life. And they've stayed in my life, whether that be from them being in a relationship with a friend of mine or... You know, mm-hmm. we may have just run the same circles together, so they're just naturally in my life. Well, I've had to swallow my pride and completely <laughs> redo my neural pathways. Yeah. Because if you have a bad impression about somebody, it is so hard to shake that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, I don't know if y'all have ever had this humbling moment where you like don't like somebody and then they say something that you know is true and valid and actually wise and you're like I don't want to believe that that they said that but you know that it's true so it kind of goes against the grain of your thoughts and makes you challenged yeah to think of them differently in a more positive light and so if you're like me and you're stubborn as heck then Romans 12 2 renewing your mind daily Mm -hmm. is so important It's so important. It's a daily thing. Yes. It's a part of the, you know, if you all have been our OGs, you've been and listened to those first episodes, our daily pursuit. It's a part of that. Yes. But if if you don't, you're you're not prepared. And one of the things is we're talking about, you're, you know, take an inventory, you know, identify the lies, replace those lies with the truths, you know. It's this is a battlefield. There are steps that that we need to be taking daily to do this it's preparing preparing yourself for that yes so preparing yourself to to ch- make those changes means being in the word of god putting it into practice means that you do it on a daily basis it's yes. that repetition and then you keep doing it you persevere through it yes there will be days when you when you really beat yourself up and even even today i was telling sarah about a meeting that i went to today and i forgot my notebook walked right out of the house without it and um, I forgot my business cards in my other in my other bag. It's literally Maybe. nothing. Cost me nothing. It did didn't embarrass me. It was just. And yeah. she said something so profound. This is why I love Sarah. Always speaking the truth Sis, in my life. You are the one that repeated this to me like months ago. No so way. I just repeated it back to you. Girl. Okay, go ahead. It applies to both. <laughs> You're like Sarah is so wise. I'm like I literally plagiarized you. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm. Pre- <laughs> it's the truth, y'all. We're real. Pe- I swear, we're real people. But it's. <laughs> but it's 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 not holding. I didn't hold myself to a standard that I was expecting or that I had set for myself. Yeah. And I think when it comes to just the mental wars that we can face, that the that the enemy loves to 
you know, to help plant those seeds or loves to see us stumble over things like almost like fake deadlines or things that aren't even pertinent, aren't even important because it keeps us from doing the kingdom work that we've been called to. I mean, even comparison on social media. Yeah. I love it when someone posts every now and then they're like, just a reminder that social media is fake. I'm like, thank you. We need that reminder. I needed to hear that. I'm like, no one actually looks like that. Yes. No one's life is perfect. Yes. We're You're all seeing putting the highlight reel. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's all okay. You're doing great. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, w- one resource in the Bible that we love to always refer back to is the armor of God in Galatians 5. That's right. Galatians, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that we're talking about thoughts and, you know, our thoughts obviously are in our brain, in our head. Mm-hmm. And what piece of armor shields our head? It's the helmet of salvation. It sure is. So that's our anchor is yep. in our salvation in Jesus Christ. But also important things in armor are not or in battle are not only armor that we protect ourselves with, but the battle um, Weapon. weapons yeah. that we use. And the weapon that it mentions is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Y'all hear that? The yes. word of God. Let me tell you something. If someone is upset with you for using your weapon of choice, AKA the word of God, and they are upset, they're not upset at you. Do not take it personally. They are upset at God. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Those are not your words. You're simply using the word of God. Now, I'm going to also preface with, you cannot go wielding the sword of the word of God at people who don't believe in the word of God. Thank you. That's like having an invisible sword. Well, I even think about using it toward the enemy's attack on my own brain, on my own thoughts about myself. You know, I think if somebody thinks, okay, has anyone ever been in a crunch financially? Mm-hmm. Says my God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory. Do it. I still need to be smart with my money. That's right. But He's going to supply all my needs. Sure will. Yes. Whenever I get insecure, when I'm scrolling and comparing myself, consider the lilies of the field. They're Mm -hmm. clothed, and they do not worry. Or like they they do not worry. He's talking about the birds. They don't worry about where they eat or drink. But they did nothing to get their beauty. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So I'm like, there is a scripture for anything you're going through. It may not be completely specific to your situation, but it's specific to the lie mm-hmm. that it's combating. Yeah. And I love that about the word of God, how versatile it is and how it applies through centuries and thousands of years of humanity. You know, one of the, you know, one of the things that I love to remind myself of it. It's not an actual verse, but it's just, it brings me comfort when I'm stressed about a situation or if I'm feeling hard pressed within a relationship or financially or with my time, whatever it may be. I just simply remind myself, God has not brought you this far to fail you yet. Yes. And he's brought you through 100% of the things you've been through. Like if you're here and you're standing and you're breathing, you have made it. 100%. 100%. He's not about to forsake you now. Yes. This hardship is not going to tear you down. It's here to make you stronger. Yes. We, you, are pra- you are on the practice field. Yes. Because he's preparing you for even something greater coming down the road. Amen, girl. And I'm like, 
it's you know it's not all roses we look at we look at the disciples and in the in the lives that they lived up until their their deaths and they were hard yes and they knew Jesus personally walked life with him personally and even then they still found it all worth it yes and so even with going through true persecution and fighting and being jailed and all the things i'm not facing any of those things wow and yet god loves me enough to care for about the about the little insecurity I had about forgetting a notebook. Yes. <laughs> to call my heart and say, who cares? Yes. Perspective. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit brings perspective in the in those moments where it's so easy to spiral out of control. Yes. And when you when you think about, well, I messed up this and this went wrong and this went wrong. Or um it could be anything. And I've I'm in the process of retraining my brain that when I realize that there's something that I don't like, either about myself or an action that I've done, to think about what can I be thankful for. Ooh, that's good. So, for an example, we, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was mentioning the things about my body that I don't love. And I was like, my, I got the thunder thighs. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But then I had to say, I was like, wait a minute. I Yes, I have thunder thighs, but... I'm going to be thankful for a body that allows for me to stand all day, to work out after work, yes. to do all the things. And I'm like, I'm so thankful. And so doing that switch of, the, do you think the Lord cares that I got thunder thighs? He's well aware. He knows the number of hairs on my head. It's okay. In the grand so scheme good. of things, the perspective that we gain when we take that time to do our, to, to realize where our thoughts are going, to identify the lies it's not a lie that I have thunder thighs, but it's a lie that it limits me. Ooh. Like, let's get to the root of the lie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I will say, it's not always easy. Sometimes It takes a lot of vulnerability, and it yeah. can be hard, and it's some hard truths. And I recommend that if if you don't feel like telling those truths to yourself, ask the Lord. He'll tell you. If you're not willing to accept that, find you some friends that will. Amen. And I, I know it'll sting, but it will make you better. It'll make you a better believer, a better follower of Christ, yes. and a better disciple to someone else when you're able to face your own realities and then no, notify where the lies and then do something about it. Change that around. Yes. Because Girl. it's this world is hard enough, y'all. <laughs> well, it's like I was just about to say to wrap up, like, what can we do? And mm-hmm. that's exactly what we do. We have to flip the switch. Yeah. We have to start a new pathway. Mm-hmm. And, okay, y'all, if any of y'all know me personally, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. I love Taylor Swift. Since day one, I will never forget the day in seventh grade cheerleading <laughs> practice. My friend brought in her CD player, Rebel. and she had burned... <laughs> Tim McGraw. And she was like, y'all listen to this new singer. Her name is Taylor Swift. Like, this is like circa 2007, like 2008. And I remember we all sat around the CD player and we were like, wow, this is like the pinnacle (laughs) of music. But I've loved her ever since. Every album. Love all of it. Every era. And uh, Liz knows I had a Taylor Swift birthday party for myself. I highly recommend throwing yourself a birthday party. It was fantastic. Um, But if you watch her um, documentary on Netflix, she is super open about her eating disorder, which I commend her Mm -hmm. for being so open. Because you look at someone who is a world-renowned pop star, country music, pop music, indie music, I mean, pretty much every genre, she 
has a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her to talk about something so private and something that can be so dark and so isolating, mm-hmm. I really was thankful that of, of how she could help people with that. And um, in one of the clips, she's riding in the car and she's talking about how sometimes, and which if any of y'all have eyeballs, Taylor Swift, like she's beautiful. Yes. And um, she she said how much trouble she has when she looks at photos of her now that she doesn't have an eating disorder versus when she did. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell now that she did. Like she was so frail looking, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, will pick herself apart at pictures of herself now. If her, you know, what whatever she doesn't like about herself now she'll start to pick herself apart. And she said the line, no, we change the channel in our brain mm-hmm. and we don't go there. She said, she said the line, we do not do that anymore as in talking to herself. Mm-hmm. And I love the verse of the Bible that says, um, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is right, whatever is, um, Hold on, I just scrolled past it in my notes. <laughs> anyway, it's it's saying, think on these things. Yes, that's Philippians 4, 8, right? Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. If y'all need, we'll have that in the show, the show notes. But it's giving a list mm-hmm. of like, if it does not line up with pure, just, right, lovely, admirable. Yeah. Excellent, praiseworthy. It's not worth your then it's time. Not, yeah, it's not worth... It's not worth like, your brain energy. It's literally taking up space in your mind. It's it's staying there rent-free. Exact words out of my mouth, I girl. knew you were going to say it, you girl. I knew. knew you were. So, guys, take... Like, let's... It's worth it to take inventory of our thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's worth it to call out the lies. Because mm-hmm. there is nothing that I hate more from the enemy than a sneak attack. I'm going to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. It just really ticks me off. Yeah. The enemy doesn't even, <laughs> it's like the enemy doesn't even have to tell you lies because you'll tell them to yourself. That's exactly right. He's like, oh, she's easy. Yeah. I've already got her so consumed with herself and with the lies that she believes about herself that she won't even begin to serve God by helping others. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Or using your insecurities to help others. Thank you. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. guys, let's do it. Like, I'm done. I'm ready to cut some new paths in my brain. Yep. I'm ready to think on things above. And if that means putting my phone down, if that means journaling more, if that means, God forbid, just sitting in the silence in my own home. So like good. It's so cathartic, mm-hmm. yes. Like, it's going to be worth it because I don't want to live in the lies. Yeah. And that's all i got to say about that. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Yes. <laughs> but no, th- this was so good. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to talk about this. And if this is something that resonated with you, please let us know. We want to hear about about the topics that you care about. But just to, just to know that we're not alone and we have to tra- in training our brains. Or if you need prayer or anything like that, please reach out to us. We do consider you all family, and we're so thankful that you're here with us um, doing the kingdom work. And um, we're just so thankful. Truly. This has been so good. Truly. Y'all stay tuned because our sister collection of Eden that came out for spring and summer for mm-hmm. Chosen Girl, Evergreen, is launching very soon. Y'all are going to love it. Yes. It's so good. And if you don't, at least Liz and I do. So True. But y'all are going to love it. <laughs>
But we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends. We would love to spread the word about Chosen Girl and just seriously trying to make God a part of our everyday lives yeah. because he's worthy of it and Amen. he's He's worthy of our lives. He's mm-hmm. worthy of all the glory. And we just ultimately want his will. Yes. So share it on your Instagram. We'd love to see you guys um, sharing your favorite parts of the episodes. Feel free if you feel led to um, rate and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can always find us on Instagram at Chosen Girl Movement. Feel free to DM us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys. like the fact that god chose us to have like hair and eyeballs yo what if we were birds (laughs) (laughs) what 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 will our soul look like in heaven i picture it like on haunted mansion just like those orbs of floating light Oh, I imagine them totally as the people. We just walk it around, you know. Have you seen that movie, Soul? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they're cute little orby things, though. Mm. They have a face. Yeah. They don't have thumbs, though, but they can float through stuff. That's we cool. don't need thumbs in heaven. Girl, you right. I don't need, I don't need thumbs to praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> just point our fingers. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <my>. Jesus. <laughs> These are the real questions that people are wanting to know. I've been recording this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is reality. Do you want to hear it? That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.